The views and opinions expressed on the Middle Class VO podcast are solely those of the hosts and guests. Any feelings hurt therein are an unfortunate byproduct of the quest for infotainment. Also, please be reminded that concerted efforts have been made so as not to put anyone's knickers in a twist. Having one's knickers in a twist is not an objective or goal. However, if your knickers are in a twist and it persists for more than four hours, please seek out a physician. Moreover, if anyone were to feel besmirched by any of the commentary on the Middle Class VO podcast, it would be purely coincidental. No besmirchment is intended. Please enjoy. Kaka. Perfect, Bobby. <laughs> we're back. You've got everything done. You've got your coaching done. You've done your research. You've got some kick-butt demos made. Now it's time for marketing. It's the Middle Class VO Podcast. If you need e-learning, we're just an email away. Corporate narration, tell us what to say. Explain a video, imaging radio, slinging local cars, reading IVR. No, we ain't no stars. This is the Middle Class VO Podcast. The Middle Class From the heartland of America, Bobby Maxwell is in Cincinnati, Kevin Kilpatrick here in Nashville, episode number three of the Middle Class VO podcast. And the middle class is a state of mind, wouldn't you agree, Bobby? It just depends on, you know, where you are in your career. I consider myself in the middle of my voiceover career because I'm not stopping. Ain't gonna stop, won't stop. I like that. I yeah. heard I heard a new demo of yours today, and you saw what I commented on social media, right? Yes. And it, Reach it for made, the stars, to borrow a phrase made, from uh, <laughs> Ryan Seacrest or whoever that was. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I was thinking, Robin Leach, may caviar dreams and champagne wishes be yours. <laughs> <laughs> I need to brush up on that one a little bit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Robin Leach. Got to get some more excitement into it, Kevin. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, we're excited about marketing, though. No, actually, we're not. In the voiceover world, we're rarely excited about marketing, but it is a necessary evil, right, Bobby? It is, unfortunately, but you hit the nail on the head. It's like, you know, you should be marketing a little bit every week, but it comes Friday afternoon and you're going, I'll do it next week. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I haven't even done like a once a week kind of a thing. It'll just be every now and then. This, I, I mean, I've been doing this 15 years. And so at this stage, to me, I just kind of do a little maintenance, so to speak. Or if I want to reach out to some potential new clients, you know, that's what I'm doing. But we're here to talk about what we did when we first got into the voiceover world and some things that uh, worked for us. Now, I'm going to go back to... Uh, Ot five, ot four, and ot five, uh, right around the time that I started doing uh, voiceover full time, I took a really good uh, intro to voiceover class. Mm -hmm. And in that class, my instructor, one of the biggest things she talked about was marketing. And she had some invaluable advice in that. And I applied it, and uh, a lot of her techniques were successful. Now, a lot of it was dealing with sending out postcards. Um, phone calls, letters, emails, you know, sending out CDs and that kind of thing. We don't really send CDs anymore. Or do we? No. No, but I had a dream last night that my, I, I was working with CDs back in radio and 
I couldn't find any to put into the machine. <laughs> Sorry. I digress. That's, that's, that's one of those uh, dreams where you've forgotten your lines and you're live on stage kind of right. a thing. <laughs> but, you know, you could uh, send out uh, thumb drives. And I have done that in the past. But when I first got started, it was um, sending out emails in mass. It was sending out postcards and making phone calls. Um, I, I want to give an example, Bobby. I told you about this, but just last week, I made a phone call, which it's it's rare. But yeah, we still need to do phone calls. And I got the guy I wanted to talk to, and we had a great conversation. Ooh, do tell. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was the the three station uh, TV affiliate gig, and uh, these are the kinds of things we're talking about. Though you've got your demos, you've got everything done. Now you've got to reach out to people. Bobby, what are some of the things that you did to reach out and uh, meet people? Okay, I am going to be just totally honest here and say my marketing really, really needs some work. (laughs) I've been fortunate. I jumped on the pay-to-play wagon right away and Mm -hmm. have been pretty successful at it. Um, That's where I met you. And, mm-hmm. and, and and you've hired me many a time. And I am so caught up in the pay-to-play and the auditioning that I really don't do a lot of marketing. Now, I'm getting more into promo now in addition to my commercial work. So I'm starting to market that way when, I will, uh, when I'll see, um, take for example, a couple of weeks ago, I saw that Extreme Makeover was coming back in 2020 used to be mm-hmm. on ABC. And I wanted to jump on that immediately. It's like, who is the production company on this? Um, you know, What are they going to be looking for? When are they going to launch? What channel are they going to be on? And wrote it all down and started making some emails. And it's those little things that I do every once in a while that I call my marketing. Do I have mm-hmm. a plan that I market so much per week? No, not at all. Um, have I signed up for the LinkedIn Edge with Tracy Lindley? Yes. Have I? Um, Jonathan Tilly has a good marketing plan. I took his course. Um, haven't followed up on it too much. So there's a lot of things you can do, but then to follow up with them is an even bigger equation here. You know, you got to start with the foundation, though. And I think one of the keys is you obviously you need to have a website, no matter what it is, no matter how basic it is, you need some online presence. And that could be on one of the pay to play sites, but preferably you have your own website. You got to start out that way. So you've got some place to guide people to listen to your demos when you're sending out these emails. You've got to have that. I fully endorse calling people, even if it's a cold call. And one of the things I learned um, in my training way back in the day was whenever you're doing this stuff, you got to always make it sound like you're busy. Um, Because, you know, a busy person is somebody that you want to hire because that means other people are hiring them. Even if you're sitting there drinking your Starbucks uh, Grande Quad Americano, (laughs) And a, a client calls you, a potential client calls you, yes, answer the phone. Don't tell them you're sitting there drinking your Starbucks. Say, hey, yeah, I'm in between sessions, but I've got a minute. What's going on? There you go. Conversely, when you reach out to them, uh, hey, Bob, um, I'm in between sessions, but wanted to give you a shout real quick to uh, follow up on the email I sent two or three weeks ago. Don't call, don't 
ask and say, hey, did you get it? They've got it. Don't ask if they've got it and they've had it, if they've had a chance to listen. That's just lame. Just figure out a way to stay in front of their face. Give it a ba ba ba. And, you know, I think that they'll let you know if you are bug- bugging them. Um, <laughs> I have a friend yeah. who does a lot of marketing. She's very good at it. Um, and she's, she follows up, you know, usually within a week. And a, um, a producer said, you don't need to contact me anymore. We'll be in touch when we need you. So they'll be very blunt and honest about it, you know, but they're going to remember. Obviously, there's going to be ones that will be like that. But I have found that the majority of them are professional, um, are they're polite. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of an amusing story. We got your stuff. Don't call back. But that comes with anything in this business. You know, it's just kind of like auditioning. You just yeah. you, you, you do it. I don't want to say you forget it in times in, t- in terms of marketing, but you know you move on to the next step. Don't dwell on it that oh I haven't heard from them. Just you yeah. move on to the next step. And one thing to keep in mind when you're uh, creating your contacts or making your contacts is make sure they're the right contacts. You don't want to be sending demos to the corporate accountant at a uh, production company. Right. Find out who the decision maker is, even if that's making a quick phone call to the production company, to the ad agency, just call and say, hey, uh, my name is Kevin Kilpatrick, and I'm just curious uh, who the decision maker is with regards to hiring voice talent. Mm -hmm. And then they give you the name, and could I trouble you for the email? And more times than not, they're going to give it to you, or they may say, hey, you know, we don't give that out, which you'll have to respect, Um, and you'll have to figure out another way to get to them whether that's connecting, finding finding them on LinkedIn or something like that, connecting with them that way. But it is the biggest grind in the voiceover world, marketing. It's just something you've got to do periodically. But when you start out, think of it as a, as a numbers game. You're fishing. You throw out 100 lines, you're going to get a bite. You're going to get a bite. As long as you've got a good foundation, you've got your training done, you've got solid demos, you got to have all those in place, and then you can start your marketing. And you know what? It it could. We keep talking about you know on the grand scale. It could be in your own backyard, even if you live in a, a small town. Maybe even the better then, um, because you and I have been in radio for a long time. Our voices are recognizable in certain markets, and. Uh, to give you an example, there's a car dealership that I, I did a lot of their spots when I was in, in radio. Um, and I've heard them on the air since I left. And I'm thinking, mm, I don't know if I would have gone for that with that voice. It was another female. And so I reached out and said, remember I, when I worked at you know this station, uh, we had a good um, relationship. Hey, I'm doing voiceover now. I just wanted to touch base with you. I'd love to be your voice in Cincinnati. So, you know, and you could do it with so many different businesses in your in your own neck of the woods. That's a great point because I had a talent come in, Bobby, to record, and uh, she's been around the Nashville area for a long time. And that's how she built up her business was with local clients because she's been doing this I don't know, think about 30 years. So she got started when you were going into studios all the time and you really had to market locally, but she would market to individual businesses just like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And she had business cards, oh, plenty for just that thing. What about postcards? Have you ever done that? Yeah, I've, uh, you know, and I've gotten reactions from the postcards. 
Um, I haven't done postcards in probably 12 or 14 years, but they have been effective. And that was one thing I was going to bring up. When you are marketing and you're, you're writing, you're sending your emails, just keep the other person's time in mind. Because you don't want to write these long, drawn-out emails or these long, drawn-out letters or postcards. Get to the point and make it memorable. Hot Topic Sizzlin'. I read something the other day where it takes six times of contacting someone to close a sale. Now, our, our closing a sale is getting a VO gig. And it's going to take probably six times uh, contacting them. And that's something where I've lacked. I haven't followed up on a good majority of the ones, but I'm getting better. So that's the kind of thing you bear in mind. And Google, um, because I was just doing this just a while ago, you know, Google um, marketing and voiceover. And there's a ton of great articles out there Mm -hmm. that people have written. And uh, we've highlighted some of those points here. But, yeah, you can really read and look at in-depth things. There's even a uh, voiceover marketing for dummies. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying I need that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, my manager had a, a really good point to make um, when I first joined up with them um, a few months ago. It's like tell the person you're marketing to what you can do for them. Don't make it a laundry list of, hey, I've done this commercial for such and such, and I've been the voice of, and here are all my demos, 10 of them. Good luck, you know, getting through them. But what can you do for that company or that individual that is going to be different from every other marketing letter or email they've received? And Bobby, you are, well, you're certainly the social media queen out of the two of us. Um <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess I am. <laughs> what? What are you doing social media-wise? You, you putting work out there? What are you doing? Um, I am posting things on, well, obviously Facebook. I have my personal site, and then I have Bobby Maxwell Voiceovers Facebook. I will do Instagram, Twitter. You know, it might just be my viewpoint of something, or it might be something that I've done. It's just another way to market yourself because somebody might see that particular hashtag or somebody might run across it. LinkedIn, I have a lot of contacts on LinkedIn I yet have to to get a hold of, but um, that's definitely in my 2019 list of things to work on. Again, we're getting back to it. We're talking about stuff that you need to do when you first get started into this business and what's going to help you. So those are some of the things that we've talked about. Yeah, emails phone calls. Uh, Don't pester them, but be memorable. Be brief and be memorable. Get out there on the social media. Get into the pay-to-plays. Don't do the free membership. Go ahead and spend the 200 bucks, whatever it is, to join. But get in there, and you can find some work when you're just getting started. Totally agree. Oh, and Bobby, I've got a little treat for you. Uh Uh-oh. You know, two episodes ago, you had asked me about, you wonder what 18-year-old Kevin sounded like? (laughs) Okay, lay it on me. Good afternoon. It's 12 o'clock in time now for the noon edition of KMSL News. I'm Kevin Kilpatrick. (laughs) In the news, the office of Sheriff Terry Bolton is currently investigating a burglary that took place at the Walker Schools on the night of the 10th. Is that... Was that like a local burglary story? (laughs) Yes, that was a local burglary story with uh, Sheriff Terry Bolton. Uh, 
leading Columbia County in Arkansas. That was uh, Magnolia, Arkansas, KMSL. <laughs> That's funny. But you know what? You you are being a little too modest. You had you had a pretty good voice going even then. I, I thought I sounded like I was on helium. <laughs> I didn't hear that. I didn't hear it at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting, you know, you hitting puberty and you, every other word would be like this. <laughs> this is KMSL Noon, the noon edition. <laughs> That's what a young up-and-coming voice talent sounds like, I guess. <laughs> Well, that's enough. That's enough of the uh, reminiscing. Um, <laughs> we hope you've learned something on this week's Middle Class VO podcast. I don't know if I have. I, I have learned that I'm not the only lazy person when it comes to marketing. <laughs> I wish I could I wish I could say that I do it a whole lot. I, I have some friends who are amazing at it, and and they are getting work from doing it. Um, like I said, I've just I've stayed so busy that it's just kind of on the back burner. And when I can think of it at the time, I'll do it. But hey, get aggressive. What's the worst that's going to come out of it? They're going to remember your name and and that you bothered them? Oh, no, she didn't. So hopefully you learned a little bit of something about marketing today and uh, some things that you need to do and some things that you need to do better than Bobby and I do. Um, (laughs) but, But when you're first getting into it, you really have to hustle with the marketing. Get your name out there. Be memorable. I say don't be too much of a pain in the butt. Bobby's okay with being a pain in the butt, apparently. (laughs) It's written on the back of my shirt. (laughs) Next week on the Middle Class VO Podcast, we're going to have more fun, and we're going to talk more in depth about demos and demo production, and we're going to have one of the top demo producers in the industry join us. Oh, yeah. And it's a secret right now, but we're going to share that with you next week on the Middle Class VO Podcast. See ya. The Middle Class VO Podcast is a K2 Media Productions production. All views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and guests. The McVob Jingle was written and produced by Kevin. Co-produced and performed by Chloe Dolandis. Additional engineering by Zach Zimmett. Bobby's Hair and Makeup by Rebecca Adlita. Kevin's Wardrobe by Slippery Pete's Fashion Emporium. All previous episodes are available for download on Podbean. For the Middle Class VO Podcast, I'm Tracy Thibodeau. I'm Lisa Lou Perry. Thanks for listening. And don't miss the next episode of the Middle Class VO Podcast. The Middle Class VO Podcast. Good afternoon. It's 12 o'clock in time now for the noon edition of KMSL News. I'm Kevin Kilpatrick. In the news, the office of...